Yo, yo, yo. Okay, before we kick this off, uh, I just want to give you guys a heads up. This is an interview with Alan from Moon Dudes, and the guy's amazing. I don't even want to talk too much because I want to get right to the interview because the guy's incredible. Um, we also both like to talk a lot, and so this episode went on quite a bit. And so I'm going to break it up into two parts. Going to be kind of a cliffhanger. But I just wanted to give you a heads up that it's getting broken up into two parts, and part one will be this week, and then part two will be next week, which is perfect, because I have a baby due. Uh, we are being induced next Thursday, so probably not going to have time to sit at a microphone anyway, because I'm probably going to be in absolute awe that I've made another human. Pretty crazy. Anyway, I'll get right to it. This is my interview with Alan from Moon Dudes, and the guy is awesome. And if you don't know him already, hit him up. He's super friendly, super helpful, and he, he'll he be there for anybody. He puts everybody first. So, here we go. Hello, 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 and welcome to Algo Aficionado. It's your host, Ryan. Today I have a very special guest with me, the creator of Moon Dudes. Unfortunately, I don't know whether to call you Gary or Alan. All right. So, so introduce yourself and what you'd prefer to be called, sir. Yeah, you can you can call me Alan, um, but I'm I'm known by many names. Uh, some call me Gary Jules, which is not my name. It's just the name that I had on Reddit for years and the name I had on Discord for years, and so didn't feel like changing it. And um, it, the, on Twitter, it's just it's just Moon Algo, but um, yeah, you can say you can just call me Alan. It's fine. All right, Alan, I'm, I'm super excited to have you on today. Uh, I love the idea of having guests on this podcast, especially people who I think are just ingrained in Algorand and its history. And there's a handful of names that I think of when people say, you know, the Algorand OGs, and you're definitely one of them. Uh, I love, uh, one of my favorite things to do is like ask people what they consider an OG. And uh, I used to think I was pretty, pretty OG until I met, uh, until I met middle Doug. But, um, yeah, he's got like two years on me. So I, I no longer consider myself that OG, but yeah, I, I, I guess to some, I, I could be considered, um, OG coming up on, uh, like nine months in the in algorand nfts that's amazing i think i've been here nine days uh, <laughs> middle, wait middle doug's been here two years i didn't even know i that. have his do you have his coin do you have his token i'm gonna have to send you some doug is that the one that gives you access to his music yeah it does it gives you access to his um his music which i had not listened to until he gave me some of his his dough, his Doug dough, and I, uh, it's legit. I was like, okay, is it going to be funny? Is it going to just be, no, it's like, he's, um, incredibly talented, uh, musician. So I definitely check him out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's got, I was looking at the ASA ID and I, I was like, this has two missing numbers. Are you sure you sent it right? <laughs> he's like, no, that's, that's right. Um, and I looked it up and it was, it was minted almost, I mean, it was uh, a year and a half or two years ago. He minted it on the first day 
I believe it was Alga Signer became a thing which allowed people, like the general public, to be able to mint their own assets. Wow. I'm gonna call I'm gonna change his name to Middle or a uh, Humble Doug. Humble Doug. <laughs> I, would, I thought I would have never known he's been around that long. You, yeah. You know, it's just because he came out with that the Mingo track, which was yeah. sweet. He's yeah, like legit. the lyrics in that were so clever. I really love. I'm a musician too, and I love like good, clever lyrics. And you can tell like the thought went into it, and it wasn't even though it was kind of like this. I don't want to say silly. It was. It, it was. It was. It was done lightheartedly, but taken very seriously. Oh yeah. So then I went and listened to his other music, and I was like, "This is unbelievable." It it reminds me a lot of um, like some of my favorite rappers are like, um, like late '90s like New York underground, and it just it brought me right back to some of my favorite like I guess not late '90s, maybe like early 2000s. Like uh, ASAP Rock and um, Cage and some other musicians, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, so I, I guess yeah, I, was, would, I would very... consider myself OG, but I had to be put in my place when I met some true. Some <laughs> my true humble Doug, humble Doug, put you in your place. Um, <laughs> so yeah. tell me how you kind of how this how you ended up here. How, would you were you in NFTs before Algorand, or did you kind of start nine months not. ago? And this was just your first thing. This is my first thing. I was never into NFTs on any other chain. Um, I dabbled in some Bitcoin in college. Unfortunately, I was also broke in college and had to sell it to pay rent. Um, wish I would have kept that. But uh, <laughs> fast forward. Um, I just got interested in it again. I mean, I I was always found the technology fascinating. I just never found the time to really um, invest too deeply in it. And I listened to a podcast, actually. Um, I think what a lot of people consider the podcast that got them into Algorand, and it was the Silvio interview with, and I'm blanking on his name. I don't know if you remember it. I'm not familiar now. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look it up, but um, it 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 Silvio just was able to explain what a blockchain was in such an eloquent way. So anyway, I, I originally just found Silvio's ability to explain what a blockchain was and kind of his solution to the trilemma. He was able to explain it so well. I was convinced. Um, I bought in and either February or March, um, I, I remember it, it was, Algo's price was more than it is today when I originally oh, bought in. Um, but, you know, like everyone advised, I I did continue to buy more um, so that my average cost went down. But I quickly got into NFTs um, from Reddit, actually. Um a guy named Matt who started an NFT project called Alga World um, started on April 7th and he was just giving away. He's like, hey, anyone want a free NFT? And I was like, well, I, I don't like NFTs because I've heard how bad they are for the environment. I've heard how 
you know, how they're scams and things like that. And I didn't want to get into them. And, and he was like, but, you know, you can't say no to a free NFT. So um, I, I joined their group and, and it was uh, 1,500 cards that were all based on countries around the world. And um, and I'm, I'm a history teacher. So I, I immediately was like, this is super cool. I loved I love collecting things since I was a kid. And so I was like, this is this is really fun and it was pretty inexpensive and so started collecting them then and, and that was really some of the first nfts that i can remember on algorand there might have been some before then there wasn't a lot of infrastructure for nfts everything was done via pms you know everyone was just messaging each other and hey send me your wallet address i'll send you five algo and then you got to trust me <laughs> and i'll send you the nft wow. and so some people are getting scammed um and and i think that kind of brought about some of the infrastructure we see today with like kraken coming in and starting rand gallery and um another guy who was around at that time starting ab2 and um zest bloom getting started um they they had some hiccups and didn't really get rolling until more recently, but they have been in uh, in the process of getting started since back then. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And you're talking about uh, the uh, having to trust people, you know, sending the algorithm and trust that they'll send you. Yeah, that's how they still do it on Cardano. Did you know that? Well, I I fully believe that. From what I've read, it about blew Cardano. my some guy. This guy came into the mingo discord one day and he was like hey i want a mingo who do i send the algorand to and stitch was like no you just go to this uh you go to rand gallery and or um well nft explorer and you go through there and you can pick yeah. he was like oh what's that you know and he was like completely mind blown and i was like my goodness and he was saying that on the and on cardano they just had to trust trust that's people how, that they're gonna send with the, oh man that's how it was for the longest time that's how some you know, for months people were doing that. And and luckily, and there was like vouch threads. So it'd be like, oh, I traded with this person, so I, I vouch for them. You know what I mean? Wow. And be like, okay, I guess I can trust them. Um, shout out to Kraken. Shout out to Kraken, indeed. Yeah, it's, uh, I think his, the coolest thing he made was definitely the Rand swap. That's been super helpful. I use that all the time uh, to just, you know, trustless swap. Right. I, I think also uh, just the, I mean, that was just what, May? When? Um, May or June or April, May time when frame? Rand, when Rand first Probably. started? Just what, just what you're talking about, just what would seem April, like. April was was kind of when, when NFTs really started picking up. The, the subreddit really started gaining steam in April. And you, you saw a lot of create really early creators start coming on. Um, MTZ and World of Light was like huge. There were I could list off a bunch of projects, but most people would be like, who you know, whose algorithm? Not the current artist, but you know, an old <laughs> old one that did just happen to have the same name, or you know, who's uh, Valhalla NFTs? You know what I mean? But there was a yeah. lot of a lot of different artists and some of them are still around like uh, algo kittens uh he does a lot of the 
Um, you know, m many know him as Meow, but he does a lot of the like open source um, metadata work that's just totally upgraded everyone's NFTs so they can see the rarities, they can see the, you know, he's done a ton of work on, on helping people to add those, which has been sweet. But um, yeah, I always say that the, uh, the artists get a lot of credit in this space when there's just something like you know, said meow Kraken. there's some guys that are just like when you see what they're doing in the background mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy and it's even it's mind-blowing to me and i'm not saying the artists don't deserve credit obviously they deserve credit it's i i don't really have the right to speak about either of them because i'm neither i can't draw and i also can't <laughs> code so i guess my uh, my purpose is to just talk crap that's why i'm here you, you and me both um but yeah it's I started doing my own, my first NFTs that I started making were, I'll have to look up when I'm, the first one I made, but I think it was, um, I think it was in May, but I started doing like film photography. Well, I've been doing film photography for like 10 years. It's just a hobby. And so I started taking some of the, the film and scanning it digitally and making NFTs out of those. And that was pretty fun um, to do just to kind of like, just the whole process of minting was totally different when you didn't have a website to mint on. You had to, you know, there were like tutorials on like, okay, you got to go to Pinata and you got to upload your file to Pinata and then you got to get that link and then you're going you're gonna to go to Algo Signer um, and you're going to mint it through there and you, then you have to then remove the claw and freeze back and a lot of that's automated like you can just do it in seconds now which or or even bulk you know uh randomize and mint at the same time kind of these huge projects that we're seeing but uh, crazy yeah it's definitely changed a lot in the since since joining but since i showed up when i showed up two months ago i was like all right how do i mint a project i'm totally in and someone was like well you either need to have somebody do it for you or you're going to need 10,000 hours of foundational knowledge or something like that. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. Which I think, I don't know how accurate that was, but, uh, and I was talking to, uh, Randy and he just started promoting his cones, which is crazy to me because they're pretty established now. He's working on the oh, yeah. uh, gen two now and the stash. Down. And <laughs> even I, even the two, yeah, dude, the stash down so funny even just when i joined two months ago this i feel like the space has evolved so much just between like i reference it a lot but the instant shuffle was i feel like crazy like a big deal because mm -hmm. waiting five days to see if you lost a shuffle in the discord was was frustrating and then i found out that that's the whole reason we're at discord yeah. Well, before that, it was uh, it was fast finger contests where they would drop they would drop a hundred NFTs on AB two ten at a time, and it would just be who can click it the fastest. I mean, that's how Algobots Ugh. dropped. That's how Yieldlings Week One dropped. I mean, I picked up Flambo number two and number three, uh, which Bragging. is pretty wild. <laughs> I gave a, I was picking up number three uh, for a friend. He was like, yo, can you grab me one of those? And I was like, sure, man. And I just gave it to him for cost. You know what I mean? And, and Oh, gosh. What was cost? 25 Alga. So 
that I did a. I put oh a, my gosh, man! Easily 100, 200x on that. Um, oh my gosh! It's funny. This is um. If you're out there holding a mingo and you're thinking of paper handed, you yeah, need to think yeah. about paper hand police are coming for you. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that was around the time my wife was like, "What are you?" what are you doing on your computer all the time? And I was like, I just sold this flamingo riding a car for 2,500 algo that I paid 25 algo for. Um, and she's like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, keep, keep buying the funny flamingo people, <laughs> but it's been so much fun. I, I think like, I know you wanted to, I know you had a list of, things to get into and i don't want to totally miss on all those but um... oh i don't we don't follow lists here we do whatever you want <laughs> um thinking about this reminds me of how yieldlings saved algo nfts and maybe maybe i'll, I'll have that as a teaser for when i talk about um when i talk about someone who was trying to end algo nfts but but we can you know i'll i'll, I'll save that yeah i uh, i think it was my, the last episode i did I, I was sick and there was the holidays <clears throat> i think the last episode i brought up that person so i'm glad you're here today to kind of yeah extrapolate because I, I don't know much about it but i know it's, it's something we'll, we'll get I, there in a bit well yeah. i'm excited I'm ready for the tea. You were trying to tell me about it before the podcast, and I was like, no, I want genuine reactions. You to know this story nothing. Cause... You know nothing. And then I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay it out there. I'm gonna just try and just try and lay the facts down. So I'm so excited, of, dude. I love a lot of like I love... Myth. there's a lot of myth and a lot of um just like people don't know who but yeah, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> okay, so you got here, you were collecting all this crazy stuff that nobody would know what you're talking about today and then you get you know you get these flambos you 100x on them and then you're sitting around one day and somehow some way you thought of making some pixel circles yeah so okay so um it, it happened because so before one of the one of the og projects i bring up all the time is hurley's algo bros and there was another, yeah, there was another project that we're like coming out with. They called themselves the Algo Bros. And there, there was like a, and they were like, well, what can we, everyone was like, dude, just change your name. Like, there's already an Algo Bros. Why are you stealing the name? And, and he was like, oh, I don't know what to come up with a name. And so we just started like throwing out joke names. Um, and, and I had always had the name Al, uh, Moon Algo. I almost got my Twitter handle wrong. Moon Algo. Since before NFTs, I just came up with that Twitter handle when I when I started investing in Algorand. Um, so I was like, well, wouldn't it be funny if I just kind of did a uh, NFT project? Kind of t like, it wasn't just kind of tongue-in-cheek. It was like supposed to be very tongue-in-cheek of, of a lot of the projects in like a light-hearted way because also i collect all of these and i'm a you know super invested in these so yeah you know. just having fun uh me and a good guy endlessly awake um we uh originally had 
so we were originally just kind of poking fun at the rarity system that everyone had because everyone was coming out with different rarities like every new project had rarities which was kind of a, a funny era like mingos don't really have rarities in the same tier as like yieldlings do where they have like the regulars and they have the ogs and they have the rares the ultra rares and the flambos like so they have all these different rarities kind of built into them and we came up with a list of 20 rarities wow <laughs> just like i'll need to pull that list up but um mega ultra <laughs> super rare and... yeah they, they were all, all like uh i mean the the <laughs> tier the tier um seven one is called uh omega beyond god tier <laughs> <laughs> and then and then eight is just called diamond you know what I mean? <laughs> like uh we know it, it's funny it's funny that you came out with this as this kind of being silly and now people always ask hey what's the difference between a rare and a super rare right and they're like why is you know what's a mythical or and and they always say it wrong they're like oh dude i want one of those mystical moons <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, that's actually spicy. that was on the list of 20 rarities yeah it was uh and one of the rarities was like we we, we ended up scrapping most of most of them just because it was very impractical to use but one of the rarities was like Something along the lines of like my dad ever coming back, rarity. Like, just like <laughs> it was all it was all just like a big joke. Um, and I, I just uh, I I I was like, ah, oh, well, pixel art. How hard can that be? And it, it's incredibly hard. Turns out, um, I you know I messed around trying to make them for a really long time and looking at a lot of the like, YouTube tutorials. And I still don't feel like I'm very good at it. But I thought you know. I'm just going to make these for fun, and if anyone wants them, they can have them. So I just invited people who are, like, my friends to the Discord. And we probably had, like, 40 or 50 people. And I got this idea from a guy. I don't know if you know him, Extra Fox. He does yeah, yeah, the yeah. Princess NFTs. Um, He's in groceries a lot. Yeah, yeah, him and AC go way back. He's he's an OG. I actually got him hooked up on Twitter because I was like, Twitter's where it's at, man. You got to go on Twitter. Oh, by the way, if you're not on Twitter, what are you doing? Get on Twitter. Go tweet. People aren't gonna hear about your your Algorand uh, NFTs unless you're unless you're tweeting about them. But um, get on the Twitter. Get on there. Um, but he he had this cool mechanic where you would roll dice in a discord and depending on the numbers you got that would change the attributes of the nft that he made and i was like that's such a cool idea um and i was like cracking we gotta develop a discord bot that can do that and he did it in like minutes because he's a freaking genius coder but we he I, I shouldn't say we is fully him developed a discord bot that you just do you just type in roll and it or you type in new moon and it rolls the uh before we were we were typing in like roll a d6 then roll a d10 and, and like each number would be a different attribute like the rarity and the background color and the the you know the type of sunglasses and things like that right but um 
the Kraken's bot would just, it would auto roll it for you and you could instantly see what you rolled. And then the difficult part was then me going into, uh, you know, the different layers and, and creating these from all of the attributes that I had previously made. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, back in the day when there was like four people who wanted one, they could roll and I would just give them their moon minted that day. And then it got to the point where so many people were trying to mint them that I started saying like, all right, I'm just going to charge some algo for it just so that I'm not spending all my time doing these. So I, I wanted to make them fairly affordable. I still had, which I think is funny, but I still had some people like complain about that I was like asking algo for them. But even though it was, like, if you rolled, like, a basic or a, even, like, a rare, it was, like, two or three algo. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was fun. And, and, and I had always wanted to do a DAO. I thought that was a really cool idea. I'd seen a lot of those over on Solana. But I didn't want to start the project with that already announced. I kind of just wanted people to invest in it invest in them if they liked them and then kind of surprise everyone at the end like hey we have this idea for a DAO where we're going to kind of communally collect nfts and then decide what happens with those so yeah that's, that's one of the biggest things that's today. attracted me is I, I think i said this on twitter or something but most of them they built like most people build a DAO and then try to like flesh a community out of it but this was like a community <laughs> first that turned into right. a DAO and it's way cooler for that. Like it's cooler for that reason. It's cool that these guys, like the people there were just like, Hey, these are funny, cool, like moon dudes. And right. now we're, we're making it something that's probably going to be a little bit bigger than what you int originally intended it to be. Yeah. I, the last thing I, I think want, that's awesome. The last thing I want is for anyone to ever, I don't know. Like, I would hate to sell a bunch of NFTs and then for them to just lose all their value. And then people be like, well, you know, what are you doing? You know, and so I wanted to right. sell them for like super affordable or even give them away. I mean, I've probably given away like 80 or so. Um, and then to then try and build up an ad value going from there and, and kind of set people's expectations low, unfortunately. I mean, I, I, a lot of projects kind of function the uh, I shouldn't say a lot. There are some projects that kind of function the other way where they like hype, 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 hype. And then when yep. they deliver or they just ghost, that's the worst thing that's happened is, is like we're going to – that was with MTZ where it's like we're going to build this. He came out with this like trailer that had all of these mechanics you could do with your NFTs and it's going to be this – it's this awesome game and each of your NFTs are going to be playable in the game and you're going to earn these tokens that you can spend in the game and all this stuff. And he just ghosted. And so man. I was like, I was like, man, I, I want the opposite of that where it like, I start off small and kind of no expectations. That's why like, there's kind of a group of us who are like, no anti roadmap. And people are always like, what's your roadmap? What's your roadmap? And I'm like, we'll see where things go, you know, but I, I think like the, some of the projects with the biggest roadmaps also set themselves up to, for disappointment when, when 
the roadmap isn't exactly fulfilled like people want it to be. So I, I think roadmaps can be done in a really good way, but it's also a dangerous game to play if you're not able to fully commit. Yeah, I think it's really funny that a lot of my I have a lot of projects I like that are well were I get that were planned from the beginning to be, you know, they were kind of roadmapped out. Um but Ling Ling's Yieldlings, you know, kind of mingos and moon dudes, they all just kind of started it as this the silly thing, you know, and the success has been the the drive the, the drive of the community. Oh, and totally. I just think it's so cool with moon dudes that it's like it what you didn't show up and you were like trying to just bait everybody in and show all these flashy objects and talk about a DAO and all this stuff. It was it was about just being having fun and then other people had fun and it created this community. And I think that is I wish that was like the roadmap more often instead of people just trying to, you know, yeah. be crypto millionaires right off the bat. Which I also yeah. get, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Uh, but yeah, it's there's definitely room for both types of projects. Like it would be kind of infuriating if every project was just a like, well, who knows? Just trust. You know what I mean? But it's like it is nice to kind of see. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, you have like these things planned out. So I, there's definitely room for a roadmap. But it's just for sure. Um, it's a lot easier when there's not a roadmap. So to just kind of surprise people, be like, hey, we're going to you get a free Halloween gift. Here's a spook dude. You know what I mean? And and like I wouldn't have been able to do that if Meow and Kraken hadn't helped me mint those and distribute them. And and it was at no cost to any of the holders. You know what I mean? It was just uh, us us doing all the work. But um, yeah, it's so much fun. Uh but yeah, that's that's kind of Moon Dudes, um, and I I think I don't know. I've got a lot planned for the future. I guess I can talk a little bit about the DAO. We're we're starting committees, and and a lot of people had questions over that. I, I basically want to, as much as I can, have my hands off. Like right now, it's very centralized, where I'm pretty much controlling the DAO wallet. It's not a DAO. I shouldn't say that. It, but it is right now. It's it's a pseudo DAO right now. It's I, I would like it to eventually become a DAO where it's it is decentralized. It is as much of a DAO as you can have. And so we're gonna work on how to have voting, and we're gonna work on the issue. Can you kind of break down what a DAO is? That's a great question. Just so we don't go. Out, I don't want to go over anybody's head. <laughs> also, you should call it a pseudo DAO. Sue Dow Dow. Moon Dude Dow Dow. Yeah, it. So. Uh, Did I stump you? I, this wasn't no, in the script. You went not, off script. It's, no, I'm, just, I'm just making sure I'm getting it right, but it's a decentralized, yeah. autonomous organization. Um, what I've seen it be referred to kind of in the crypto space is people coming together and, and so a lot of times nfts can be really really expensive so like a mingo not everyone has 200 algo to just drop on one but if you are part of a dao you have fractionalized ownership so you own one moon dude that's one six hundredth of that so your your nft is also a boat 
every time they the community decides to do something with an NFT or with the funds that are in the DAO treasury, you are part of a community, you get to vote um, and decide what happens to those funds. So are the funds reinvested back into the treasury? Are they, you know, via ASAs, via staking, via NFTs? Are those funds liquidated and distributed to holders? Are those funds donated to charity? Like what percentage, I would, I would hope that all three of those things could happen. Um, but I don't want to be deciding that. I don't want to even try and influence decisions at all because it could easily be like if I'm the one coming up with all the votes or all of the uh, if I'm like coming up with should we buy this NFT yes or no like I could easily sway it in a certain direction and I, I just really want to be hands off with that so I'm, I'm trying to set up com uh, committees right now that would kind of each be in charge of a different kind of category and then they would bring things up to vote on as a DAO and if the votes go through um, I don't know much about multi-sig wallets and if one person goes MIA are we totally screwed that's something we would probably want to vote on and research and figure out um, there's a lot of benefits to multi-sig wallets where there's a lot more security and that one person can't like I could today run away with everything in the moon DAO treasury, all 700 algo, right? And then I think I don't think that would be very beneficial to me because I have a lot more at stake in than what I've invested in in the community, right? That doesn't right. make sense. But I eventually we trust you. <laughs> but it shouldn't be about trusting, right? It shouldn't be. We shouldn't right. have to have right. Like like the Cardano peer to peer trades or Algo six months ago peer to peer trades. It shouldn't have to be that. Hopefully, yeah, the, we uh, a multi sig wallet where these where people who are voted on by the community are ultimately in charge of the wallet together. But again, that brings in what happens if someone has to leave crypto for personal reasons. And they were one of the three multi-sig signers. Uh, what happens, you know, th there could be collusion, but I, I guess you, you have to trust someone at some level, but trusting three people, having three people that would all have to go rogue is a lot easier to trust than just one person altogether, right? So, Yeah, for sure. And over we uh we have a multi sig wallet in uh Pixel Guys and there's uh three ambassadors and three team members and only four people have to be there to sign to get into the wallet. So I know for a fact you can very cool. So you can do a multi sig Yeah, it's it actually I'm Yeah, so you could have the entire Moon that. Council. I, it's yeah, pretty the cool. Moon, and... The Moon Council, honestly, it just sounds cool, so I'm pretty excited. We can Dude, do... I'm not gonna lie. You were like talking about the committees, and I was like, "Man, it would be really cool to just be Gen Pop." Like, I always somehow, and I'm not <laughs> trying to like. It's me that does it. I always kind of wiggle my way into things somehow. And I was like, "Man, it'd be really cool to just be the general population of the Moon Dow, 
and then the name Moon Council popped up, and I was like, "Nope, I'm in. Let's do it." <laughs> you are, you're like, I want to be, be on a committee. Front lines campaigning to be on that. Yeah, so I was gonna have each kind of committee vote for kind of like their most active member to be on the committee, and then I guess the five of us, maybe the five of us, have three signers necessary, something along the lines of a multi. I just, I just want to, I just want a badge that says Moon Council. You, there's going to be roles or like for a, everything for every committee. There's going to be a role, and then for the heads of the committees, there's going to be a role. I love the Discord roles, but um, it's going to be so much fun, dude. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. And That's... the crazy thing, the craziest thing about it is that there's only 600 tickets in. I nobody. Yeah, like, I, all I, these other DAOs popping up. There's I, so many of them, you know. I, that's the one thing where I've seen this happen on other chains too, where they'll collectively buy a NFT together and then they sell the coin of that. And the market cap of that coin is like 10 times the actual value of the NFT that it's backing. But it's just like, just to have some of it. Like, I don't know. It's like, um, Everybody's buying into the potential, I think. I think that's what it is. Is Yeah, and, and I like I really like what coffee beans are doing. I think that's pretty cool. I made a moon dude for the coffee DAO, even though I don't own any of the beans. But I was looking at the market cap and just like scratching my head. It's like over a million algo at one point before the everyone knows the tiny man crash. But um it's the great tiny man crash yeah. twenty twenty two. So on the one hand, you look at a lot of ASAs and the coffee beans are super unique. Their purpose is pretty revolutionary. We haven't seen anything quite like it on the one hand. And so I think a lot of people are buying it, expecting it to be this kind of first mover in the space to be what everyone looks to when they're looking to a DAO with a a tokenized DAO, I guess you could say, as a in a, as opposed to like the pixel guys or the moon dudes down. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't, I was asking like, what, well, what is going to be done with the NFTs in the DAO? And they're like, well, we don't know. We're going to vote on them. And I think that's cool. I, I, I think people are just kind of excited about um, being a part of that and getting their voice heard. But like you said, yeah, um, there's a lot of, there's almost like a DAO hype going on right now. Everyone's kind of trying to get in on it. But uh, yeah, I, my goal for Moon Dudes is really to be as hands off as possible and really let it be a community run project where if I had to, you know, if I left, like if I maliciously tried to sabotage everything, it would be completely out of my control to. I couldn't take anything from the community. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, that's how yeah. it should be. That's how it should be. But, um, yeah, kind of distributing power, which you can only distribute so much power, you know, at a time. So it's no, you know, it makes sense that it's still very centralized, but yeah, I, think, we're, I, I mean, that multi, the multi-sig wallet's going to be a massive jump. Yeah. And I want it to be, I don't want to just give anyone a, like, as I could give like my friends, you know what I mean? But it would be, it wouldn't be as fair. Wouldn't be as decentralized. I would want it to be people that the community already trusts to be put in those committees. So, or to be put in the like chair places or whatever, but 
Yeah, I'm so stoked. So if you're listening and you're not a part of the Moon Dude DAO, you're missing out. And I think yesterday there was like 12 Moon Dudes for sale, and that was it. It was so wild. I think people, people are, are I think being stingy. The, I think some of the old holders who have, I know, um, I know some people who have 20 or more. Uh, I wonder if they start putting some up for sale. Uh, if if they'll, the floor will start going down. I mean, I, I almost feel bad because I want. I sold them originally for super cheap because I wanted as many people to get in as as could for a super affordable price. Like I wanted their value to go up. And I'm kind of hoping for the floor to at least stay reasonable. Like in my mind, between 30 and 50 is a very reasonable price to get in on a project. Um, but people are willing to pay 100A now for... One bean, and there's ten thousand of That's them. That's true. That's true. And the the beans don't have a, uh, you know, they they don't have that satirical you, satirical moon picture on them. So yes, they're not, they don't even have a picture. I do want here's, some here's, beans. Here's, I do want some beans though. I'm gonna try and try and grab some beans when uh, when Tiny Man goes back up or when when the next thing comes out. Yeah, right now you got to get them on the black bean market. The black bean. <laughs> Or the, I'll, I'll go to the pinto, the pinto bean market. But yeah, go to the. <laughs> I want some nine bean soup. Yeah, uh, I could get some, make some hummus. Classic. <laughs> um, here's what I'm willing to do. Okay, anybody listening out there, I'm gonna start the Brogle Troll Dow. Yes, it's named after me, <laughs> and we're gonna just make it from one moon dude, and so we'll decide what we're gonna make our one of six hundred votes. A Dow Dow. To be. And we'll be a Dow. <laughs> the Dow Dow Dow. Anyway, yeah, the Moon. I'm super excited for it. I don't know what how much more we could say about it, but if you haven't checked I it just out, love that check it out. Because first, two, it's a great community. There's two Pixel Guys in the Dow, and there's at least one Moon dude in the Pixel Guy Dow. So we're kind of like. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know how. A moon dude in someone else's DAO would work as far as voting. If there would be, I, that's a bridge we're gonna have to cross when we get to it. I don't think you could vote as an entire multi-sig wallet. I, I don't think they will be able to vote in the same way that a normal member would. Just like there are people who have left crypto. I mean, we're gonna talk about Saren, and she has a moon dude, right? Because she was back. She was there at the time. Uh, yeah. Week one of Moon Dudes, she was there. Uh, she's gone week two, but uh, <laughs> but um, she's made scarcity though. We appreciate her. She's. Well, had, I do. You want you want has, the floor to be reasonable. She has uh, a Moon Dude, but it's like she, the way she left, I don't see her coming back. You know, to to the community or whatever. It, I don't know. I, I think it's time to segue. I, I, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Let's jump. I'm ready to segue. I'm going to go ahead and cut it off right there. Guys, Alan is awesome. Man, I could t like literally last night we went way longer than I expected and I had no problem with it. The guy, first of all, is just all about community first and he's funny. He's cool. Nice to talk to. But most of all, the guy can tell a story and he recounts this story about Saren in part two of this episode of this interview and you're not going to want to miss it multiple times 
I was literally, like, you're, you're going to hear next week. I was literally speechless. My jaw was just on the floor. This is way crazier than we can imagine. And if you got to uh, Algo NFTs after this happened, like or what, like when I did, you're going to want to hear the story because it's an important part of the Algorand lore and it's also bonkers. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. What's going on? <laughs> he's still here. I don't know why he said that. He's just, uh, he hasn't heard anything for five minutes. Craig, you've you've heard us talk the whole time for five minutes. What are you talking Craig, about? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> it says disregard. We're good. Okay. Craig is the bot that we're using to record this podcast, and really, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I have no. Oh, this is a problem with this. I have no way to look at the timer. Let's see. I guess we started at 9.33. Okay, six yeah. minutes. I'm going to write that down. Um, just yeah, pretend like you... none of that happened, I guess. <laughs> we can edit that out. But, um... Or whatever you're comfortable with. I don't care. Uh, yeah.